0: Thing of sun lotion. So go to page1books.com, page one with the number one. So page number one books.com and check out my page one books summer bundle. Buy it as a gift, at housewarming, if you actually go somewhere, or just give it to yourself. Everybody needs a treat. We've had a long spring. <laughs> page1books.com. Hi, happy Monday. Actually, I don't like when people say happy Monday. I don't know why I said that. Anyway, welcome back. I hope you guys had a great weekend. This is the second week of my July book blast. So get excited. The first day is advice Monday. So it's assorted advice all day for this Monday. I hope you enjoy it and stay tuned all week. We're going to have kids books and beach reads, self-help and more. And we're kicking it off with advice Monday. Stay tuned. I interviewed Allie Wensky at the beginning of the pandemic, and I'm not sure how this happened, but I'm only releasing this episode now, so I'm sorry Allie. I don't know, I don't know how this happened. But anyway, Allie is the author of The Art of Happy Moving: How to Declutter, Pack, and Start Over While Maintaining Your Sanity and Finding Happiness. P.S., this is the best book ever if anyone you know is moving, which, of course, people do all the time. she. What can I tell you about Allie? She moved 10 times in 11 years. She's lived in seven U.S. states and started a blog to provide practical tips on how to build a happier life before, during, and after the move. She's currently settled in the Chicago suburbs with her husband and three children. Welcome Allie. Thanks so much for coming on Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. Thank you so much for having me, Zibi. I love your podcast. So I'm so
1: excited to get to chat with you. And thank you so much for having me.
0: Oh, it's my pleasure. I was just about to tell you, I had so much fun going through your book. There is so much useful and fun information. It was like, it was like a home improvement magazine meets like self-help life skills meets like really hands-on useful advice. I don't know. It was great and so pretty and so fun to look at. I don't know. It's, it's (laughs) like, it's, it was a treat. I felt like it was a total escapist type book. (laughs) Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. No problem. So why don't you tell listeners what the art of happy moving is about?
1: So the Art of Happy Moving is a guide to make moving a less stressful and a happier experience. And it's divided up into two halves, where the first half is really getting ready for the move. So deciding whether you should move at all and how to declutter... Buying and selling a home, moving with pets, telling your kids about it, and how to go through that whole process. So that's the first half. And then the second half of the book is once you're there and how to really live happily ever after. So, how to create a home that you love, how to make connections with people when you move to a new city, how to create new habits when you move. And so, that's one thing that is really, I hope readers take away from this is that it is a fresh start and that this is a perfect time to start new habits and to. I don't know, half your life you would expect it. I was thinking of it later that it's, it's like a makeover book <laughs> where you're starting off in the beginning is like the before and the second half is the after. So this is the new fabulous you after you move and kind of the steps to get there.
0: I also think, I mean, we're recording this now in quarantine via Skype, and this obviously has huge applications for when people are out and about and there's tons of moving, and I know there is some moving now too, but I feel like this book is so helpful, particularly now because people are at home and regrouping in such a big way and looking at their home and spending time in their home and like half your book is all about that. It's like so (laughs) useful. I mean, people are talking about how, you know, they don't have time, they're they're like meeting their neighbors for the first time. It's almost like the entire world has decided to just move and live where they actually live. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? (laughs)
1: Yeah, I grew up in Miami. And so we went through some hurricane situations where everything was shut down. So it was very similar where you get to know your neighbors and you're living at home and just finding joy in where you are and the things that you love about your house or deciding to make changes. I know a lot of people are decluttering right now. I keep seeing everyone posting on Instagram of things that they've are they have decided to declutter all of their stuff. They're doing their closets. They're I think people want a sense of organization and structure amidst all the chaos. And so they're trying to find some place to have control. And it's a good time, right? You're at home. <laughs> so a good time to start doing your closets and everything. So I do think it's, it's helpful to find ways to love your
0: home right now, because that's where we all are right now. Yeah, you you might as well. You (laughs) might as well. You might as well love it, because that's what you got. (laughs) So you moved 10 times in 11 years. And then you started a blog about it called The Art of Happy Moving. Why did you move so much? Tell me. I want to know about each one, like a sense okay. about each move. Yeah. Well,
1: I would love to say Dan and I are romantic nomads who go where the wind takes us. But no, we're very you know practical. We went for medical school for my husband, law school for me. So we were following our education and our careers. And so we moved from Massachusetts to Maryland to Ohio to California to Illinois to Tennessee and then back to Illinois with a few local local moves in there as well. So it was really to follow our dreams and our life goals that kind of took us crisscrossing around the country.
0: And then some of that time you had children too in the mix. Yes. (laughs) So we had three kids once we moved to, when we were
1: in Chicago, we were in Illinois, and then we moved to Tennessee with all of them. Then we moved back. And so my youngest daughter, by the time she was a little past two years old, she had moved into her fourth house and she was like, I'm never moving again. (laughs) She would just walk around the house be like never moving never moving. <laughs> she'd Aww. been
0: through, she'd been through a lot. And I actually liked you were really open about how you moved one place and you just didn't like it. You just it wasn't what you expected. Well, not it was Knoxville, right? Yes. Knoxville. So it just wasn't the community you had in mind. The suburban lifestyle was a little too spread out for you and you had to reassess. And that's like a that's a big deal having to come to that sort of conclusion based on feeling, right? Yeah, talk it talk was, about that.
1: Yeah, that was it was a tough experience because we had moved so often and I just figured we could live anywhere and everywhere. We would be happy anywhere. And Knoxville, Tennessee is beautiful. Like it is a wonderful place. The people are really nice. But we had made a pros and cons list when we were leaving Chicago. And on the pros list was like no state income tax, the beautiful weather. I'm from Miami, so like weather is important. So there was no state income tax. The weather was beautiful. We're by the mountains, a great place to raise the kids. All of these things which are true. I mean, Knoxville, Tennessee is a beautiful place, really family friendly. But then on the other side were all the things that I didn't really look inward to me and think of what is important in my day to day life. And now in like for me, I know it's like I, I love being at the lake and going for runs around the lake. Like that's something that brings me a lot of joy going to comedy clubs in Chicago, the restaurants like there's just having our kids walk to school like there. There were a lot of things that Knoxville didn't have, that it's not Knoxville. It's just the things that are important to me. And so I do talk about a lot in the book to, to really look inward of what's important to you, because there are great places like Florida is a fabulous place to live. I love Florida, but a lot of people hate living in Florida, right? It's not that it's the location, it's what, who you are and what's important to you. And connections was hard for me in Knoxville and I because it was a very tight-knit community. And that was one of the big reasons I wrote this book was because of social connections and wanting to help people when they moved to a city and they were displaced, they didn't know anyone because it was really hard for me. And I have found that many people find themselves in that situation. And so that was really the inspiration for writing the book. Wow. So when did the blog start? So I actually... Going a little bit backwards, the, one of the first things that I did was I created a company called Friend Matchup. And this was, again, because I was really, I wanted to find a solution to people moving to a new place. So Friend Matchup, which is like match.com, but for platonic friendships when you move to a new city. So it was specifically for people moving to a new city. And... I didn't have the money to make it what I wanted it to do, what I wanted to do with it. And so I shut it down, but I'd written a lot for my website, Friend Matchup. And I had all of this information and knowledge that I wanted to share. And I thought there is a need for this. I know because all these people from around the world had signed up for Friend Matchup and said, I'm in Paris, I'm in Seattle. Like I just moved here and I'm really lonely. And so I figured all this information, I need to get it out of me and create a book. And so I wrote a first draft of my book. And Then I was very fortunate to get an agent and I realized I needed to flesh out my writing more where I had focused a lot on families and kids in the first draft. And so I started interviewing dozens and dozens of people about their moves and talking to movers and realtors and home stagers and kind of getting the whole picture of moving. And so a blog seemed like the perfect place to do this, to have my different posts all the time about all the different aspects of moving. And it was really fun getting direct feedback from readers and connecting with readers and just learning about the different issues that they were having and for me to be able to help them. And so I had my blog and then I was very fortunate to get a publisher with William Morrow. And so, yeah, that was that was how the Art of Happy Moving was born.
0: <laughs> and you threw in there that law school was one of the reasons why you moved. So I'm assuming you're also a lawyer Trained lawyer that you finished law school at. I did. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So I, I'm a lawyer by training, but I I didn't practice law. Okay. And how? What brought you to law school?
1: That's a great question. I wanted to do I wanted to do something. Originally, I thought I was going to be an international lawyer because I studied French, Spanish, and Italian in college, and I. I don't know. I wanted to help people through negotiations and whatnot. Then I had got married and we were going to be domestic here in the U.S. And I just wanted to have a background in something that could help me in anything like with the law. The law comes up all the time. So any contract negotiation, you know, real estate, but then also other things that pop up. And so I thought I would probably use it more in a business setting than in a legal setting at that point. But yeah, I actually, I I love school. (laughs) So
0: going to law school was really fun. I love school too. (laughs) (laughs) This actually, what I'm doing now is more similar to school than anything I've done in like the last 20 years because now I have like, you know, routine deadlines and books to read and assignments. And I feel like I've like tried to structure my own little school. That's fantastic. (laughs) You're living the dream. Yeah, right. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That's it. Living the dream. (laughs) So you include a five step roadmap to moving, which is change your mindset, set goals, simplify, prepare, and focus on community. I'm just like summarizing there, which is really. What we can do about basically any challenge in our lives, moving, anything we're going through now. How do you feel like this might apply to the fact that we're all at home, like changing your mindset, setting goals, simplifying, preparing, community? What are, which of these are you like is most relevant to you today? Oh,
1: I, I want to say all of them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I do. I, I I think with changing the mindset, for me, when we first started all this pandemic, And We've now been home. We're 28 days that we've been at home. And I felt a lot of panic. Panic was my mindset at the time. My husband's a doctor. Lots of his family's doctors. My college roommates are doctors. And so I I was very worried about a lot of people that I care about. And then I, I started switching my mindset to gratitude, where I started to feel thankful for any moment that we had together. And then thinking about food, I was very panicked in the beginning about food. Did I get enough food? Are we going to be okay? And then I switched to gratitude of we have the food that we have right now. And I'm so thankful for what we have on the table. And I'm so thankful for Instacart that came and brought more food, which was, I mean, it was a very big day. And so I think changing your mindset is, is just critical at all points to really look at the positive and to try to find ways to see goodness in tough times and that's the same thing with the moving that i i try to do where it's it's stressful of course and people look at it as like stressful and dread but then at the end like thinking of it as an opportunity and what can come of it so i think the same is true with the pandemic and what we're going through right now but i also think with setting goals was another one of them and I realized that for me it's sort of like a coping mechanism to to setting goals because it gives you a purpose and I about a week ago when we realized like okay we're we're in this we're going to be here for a while and so being the self-help author mom that I am, I was like, all right, kids, here's some worksheets and we're going to set goals. And so we set goals for for the, each of the kids, set their goals of what their academic goals are. What do they hope to accomplish in the next couple months? What their physical fitness goals are? You know, if they're going to try out for teams next year, what do they need to do to get ready for that? What are their social goals? Like, who are the people that they want to make sure to keep in contact with, whether it's friends or family members, cousins like because, you know, even though we're all at home, we do have limited energy of expending and and time. So to really make time for those relationships and then also hobby goals, like what are fun things that we want to do in these next couple couple months. So I think setting goals is important just to give you purpose through all of this. And again, control over chaos where you can just find ways to, to make things work. You know, preparedness is important <laughs> to, to reducing stress and simplifying. And then, But I, I do think the most important is connection. And again, it's the reason I wrote the book, but also if you look at all the happiness research, the number one indicator of happiness is your social connections. And I think we all feel that right now, like that's never more true than this moment that we realize like we need each other. And so finding ways to connect with our loved ones right now, whether it is over Skype or we've been doing house party. I don't know if you've used that app, but it's really fun because you can play games with people at the same time. And so I do think, I don't know, I think all five steps are important, but connection, I I think it is the connections is is everything.
0: I think you're right. I mean, I didn't mean to, ask you to have to pick one <laughs> that I wanted to highlight all five too. And they really are great. And by the way, that's really good advice about what you're doing with your kids because we have not set any goals. And yeah, I'm going to like literally... Get off this podcast and go write up <laughs> some charts for those. I can send you mine if you want. Awesome. Great. Even better. You're good. How, old are, how old are your kids?
1: 14, 12. And my daughter just turned 11 a couple weeks ago. So we had a quarantine birthday party. Nice.
0: <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> we haven't had a birthday in quarantine yet, but. <laughs> well, I'm sure we'll get there. So I love doing quizzes. I feel like I'm, you know, I was trained by like 17 and YM and all those magazines back in the day. Now, of course, they have like quiz magazines that are just quizzes. Did you know that? Oh, tw- I no, I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, I have a twin daughter. <laughs> I have twin twins. Anyway, but the quizzes in your book were great because— it asks you how to pick out like where you want to live, what type of environment. Do you want like a Carrie Bradshaw lifestyle or do you want to listen to chirping birds when you wake up, blah, blah, blah. So I took this quiz and I live, not right now because I'm out of the city just while this is all going on, but I mostly live in New York City and have my entire life. I didn't pick any letter A, which would tell you to live in a city. So I'm a little concerned now about my choice of where my, my main home base is. And I got D, which was basically, you just want to be around your family and your loved ones. And it almost doesn't matter where you live. So tell me about the categories and what do you do if, if you are not living in the right place or, or you, or you're a D like me. So for D,
1: you are, you love the country. That's what, It's is that true? Because that's kind of the the way that the quiz is, is if you're a D, you are a country person. So do you think you're a country person in the city? Maybe.
0: <laughs> right right now I'm a country person in the country and I'm really happy.
1: <laughs> um, yeah. So I think it's, it's fun to do the quizzes. I want to do light like, thing. I also grew up on 17 and doing all those magazines. So I think there, I wanted to put them in there so that there would be just something fun and lighthearted while you're moving. There's a lot of, you know, there's a lot going on when you're moving, but also to create it as a, a starting point for a discussion where if you're moving with other people, you could see what's important to you, what's important to them. And so let's say you are in the city then my advice would be to focus on the things that you can change. So if you are a country person or someone who just, you know, likes to be at home, then, you know, focus on making sure that your home is a place that you can entertain people if that's if that's the way that you like to be with family or to, if possible, to get an apartment with a garden view or a little bit quieter. Like there's always trade-offs, right? But to, to change the things that you can change or focus on the things you can change. And then also having your vacations because let's say you have to be in New York City for work or whatever, then make sure that your vacation time is in the space where you feel recharged. So instead of going to San Francisco for vacation, then find a country a country house somewhere that you can spend a week there. But throughout all the book and doing all the quizzes, I, I just wanted it as a way that people could, could really be more in tune with themselves and what are the little things that make them happy because then you can incorporate that. And it was fun doing it with my kids and they were doing the quiz of of where they like to be. And for me, I'm a nature person and like more suburban nature. And so I realized like, I need to be outside. I need to, whenever I can, you know, go for a walk and that will make me feel better. And then hearing my my kids, it's just funny. I guess there was, it was a different quiz about the home and what's important to you in your house, whether you are a visual person or the smells. And my daughter was a listener and she loved the sounds. And I never would have known that had we not done the quiz together and talked about it. And so now she has a fountain in her room and she always has music going or a sound maker and it's just, those
0: are the things that bring her joy. I love that. I was a feeling person, which I could oh, have yeah. told you because everything I, I have to like touch and like put up to my face. And yeah, <laughs> all your tips. I was like, look, that is what my dining room looks like. That is what that is my bedroom <laughs> carpet. You know? So those were awesome. I loved those. So what is coming next for you? What do you want to do next? Are you, and by the way, are you done moving? Are you like firmly set where you are now or do you feel there are more moves in your future? The average American moves 11.7 times in their lifetime
1: so I think statistically we probably have more moves left (laughs) but I do think I don't know I I wouldn't I wouldn't say never (laughs) we may be moving again but in terms of what's what's next I I love helping people with moving I'm going to continue with my blogging I do a lot of speaking engagements and right now I'm trying to help people through the pandemic of moving because a lot of people are having to move right now you know they had houses for sale or they're buying places they need to move and so i'm i'm trying to work with organizations to donations right now are you can't donate things, right, because of the pandemic. So that is one thing I'd love to tell listeners who are decluttering, please hold on to your items right now while you're decluttering. I went for a run a couple days ago, and there were bags and bags and bags outside of a donation bin of things that people had been discarding during the pandemic. And it's been raining, they're all sopping wet, they're, they're not getting picked up. So all these items that will not be able to be used is really sad. And so please hold on to your items. They will be needed more than ever when this pandemic is over. So I'm trying to find a solution. I'm working with the major moving and storage organization and moving with movers and trying to find a storage facility where potentially people who are moving could just leave their things in storage and leave them there in quarantine, basically, so that when this is all over, all of these charities can come pick up items. So I'm hoping to get that put together. If I do, I will let everybody know. But yeah, for now, I just I'm focused on this and trying to help people through the move. And it's always, you know, it's different people that are moving every year. And so I I'm just want to help them as they're going through it. And eventually I'll probably write another book. But for now, I, I'm just really focused on getting the message out about happy moving and how to make it less stressful experience and to get the joy out of it because it is it is an incredible opportunity I love the fresh start of moving like I am someone who actually enjoys moving because there is this goodness at the other end of it so yeah that's what I'm doing for now I mean I
0: would hope you like moving after dedicating your whole life if you were like oh what a pain then I would say maybe it's time to look into something else do you have any advice for aspiring authors
1: Yes, one of the main things I would say would be to get on social media. And I'm not saying this in terms of selling books because I think you hear that of like, okay, you should be on social media. But for me, I, I was never on social media until I started my blog. And it was really scary because I'm not I, you know, I was private. Like I just wasn't on social media. And so so having a social media, author presence where you can connect with other writers is so important because you will get to go through all the stages with them. And it is writing can be a roller coaster of ups and downs as you're going through it. And to have other people on the ride with you makes it so much fun and you will celebrate each other's victories. You will commiserate over the tough parts and it it makes all the difference. And so I have been very fortunate throughout this whole journey to make friends all around the world through Instagram. Some people prefer Twitter, Facebook, whatever. But for me, through Instagram, just meeting all of these amazing writers everywhere. So I would say get on social media because writing can be a lonely profession and this way you always have, you know, your your friends with you and you will make all these great connections. So start there and you learn a lot from each other too. So any
0: questions, you can just ask your writer friends on, on social media. I love that. That's awesome. And thank you also, by the way, for contributing an essay to WeFoundTime.com, my new online magazine that will be coming out soon too. So Thank you so much. <laughs> I love your new magazine. I was reading all the articles last
1: night and oh. it just made me feel better. Good.
0: That was the point. Thank God. Okay, I helped one person. It was all worth it. It was totally worth it. It it did. It just made me smile. So thank you, Zivi. Okay. All right. Well, thanks so much, Ellie. Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Advice Monday on the July Book Blast. I know that some of these were from the quarantine and some might seem even old, even though they've just come out, but I just had to get them out in one big sweep. And I hope that you've gotten some useful life tips as you've listened today. Thanks so much to Page One Books for sponsoring today's episode. I hope you'll all check out my summer beach bundle at pageonebooks.com. Thanks so much to Steve and Ryan at Texture Sound for the sound editing. And thank you to Morning Moon Productions for providing this fantastic intro and outro music. Thanks for listening. You can always email me at zibby at zibbyowens.com.